thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. One of the questions I would ask if I were in the White House press poll, I would ask the question, hey, Kareem, were, were those questions, um, were those scripted on Seth Meyer the other day? Carrie, that'd be a simple question, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty easy to answer, I'd imagine. Think anybody's going to ask that question? No. Nope. Of course not. Nope. Of course not. Uh, somebody just emailed me, the uh, the spokeswoman needs a cognitive test. That That could be. <laughs> One wonders if she ever takes one. She undergoes a cognitive test every day dealing with the press, okay? Carrie, she wakes up, it's a cognitive test. (laughs) I mean... Now, if my my employer said, listen, we like what you're doing to to keep the job yearly, you're going to have to do a cognitive test. They'd say, absolutely. Not a problem. Why not? Mm -hmm. And remember, they kept on saying Trump had to? Carrie, he took one. Yes, he, he did. One. He did. Has to flying colors, not a problem. So the idea that this guy doesn't have to because he takes one every day mm-hmm. is ridiculous. It's just it's just a, a, a way of having a dual way of doing governing. If you're on the left, you can get away with anything. If you're on the right, you can't get away with anything. They literally were talking about setting up Trump for the 25th Amendment, which doesn't make any sense. He didn't do anything showing that he wasn't fit. Clearly, this guy, cognitively speaking, is not fit. I'm not so sure he's fit physically speaking. And then, you know, I saw some lawyer for Biden that was in that deposition with her when they were looking into the, into the documents that Joe Biden illegally had at his house. The lawyer says, I was in that room. He was sharp as could be. He was smarter than anybody else. He was fast with his answers. Everything was great. But, but again, the questioner was CNN or MSNBC did not say, hey, who brought up Bo Biden? See, when we get the full report, we're going to know exactly who brought that up. Um, and it was Joe Biden, according to the reports that we're getting. Now, if that changes, we'll let you know. But um, the whole idea that somehow her asked him a question about his dead son in the middle of an interview about documents, that didn't make any sense. I can't, I can't imagine why he would say, hey, by the way, when did your son die? I, mean, just, I don't see why he would say that. But again, her makes the decision we can't possibly you know, prosecute because of his condition. So he wasn't... As Ronnie Jackson said yesterday, go see that interview, by the way, on Rumble, rumble.com slash Joe Pags. As Dr. Ronnie Jackson said, he wasn't fit to stay in trial or stay in some court proceeding, but he's fit to have the nuclear codes? Come on. So I want to play this soundbite from Karine Jean-Pierre one more time, where she's asked very directly, is he going to take a cognitive test? And she goes on about the doctor stopped by my office, and the president took questions the other day, and you see him in action, and... And, oh, by the way, uh, law and order, and he wants more crime off the streets, and he takes a cognitive test every day, basically. Did the president take a mental fitness or a cognitive test during his physical this morning? So let me just say I did see Dr. O'Connor, uh, and he, he stopped by my office earlier today uh, after the president completed his physical uh, this morning, as you all know. Uh, he was happy with how everything went, and as soon as he uh, uh, finishes completing the memo, it will be a robust, comprehensive memo. We will certainly share that with all of you, as we have done in the last two years. When it comes to memos, Carrie, I insist they be robust and comprehensive. They must be both of those, or I won't read it. I don't want yeah. those weak and non-comprehensive memos. That's lame. It is. And, uh, look. You saw the president return to work. He took some of your questions uh, not too long ago, and you saw he's going to continue to uh, to fight for the American people. And in this particular instance, he was going to fight for the American people. What did we see when he answered those questions? Cognitive test. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Going to going to fight for the American people. Cognitive. Talking about fighting fighting crime. So the president's going to continue that that process as it relates to. Uh, you were asking me about a cognitive test. As it relates to that, look. Um, 
you know, the president doesn't need a cognitive test. That is not my assessment. That is not my assessment. That is the assessment of the president's doctor. Uh, that is also the assessment of the neurologist, uh, who has also made that assessment as well. And, you know, and you have heard us say this. And How can a neurologist make that assessment if there wasn't a test? Is hmm. there somebody who, who studies the brain? Good question. Good didn't question. take the cognitive test, but I don't think he needs one. Well, what makes you say that? How do you know? Well, I was I mean, testing him. What? But shouldn't you take a cognitive test first? I don't know. Is there some kind of baseline we can compare it to? Um, yeah, come on. It'd be crazy. <laughs> Reiterate this. The president's doctor has said, if you look at what this president, the president who is also the commander in chief, he passes a cognitive test every day. Every day. As <laughs> hey, I work with you every day, so I feel yes. like I pass a cognitive test, many cognitive yeah. tests, several times during the day. I just hope nobody asks me say. if I agree with that. You know, just, <laughs> I do work with you every day, and I would be able to assess that, I think, because I'm mm. not a neurologist, but if I were, I would say that you don't need one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, makes sense. Because that's the way it works. Yeah, right. You don't right. have the neurologist give the test, you just ask him if he needs one. What? I don't understand. I don't understand. And I want oh to, goodness. but I'm just not getting it. And yeah, Joe Biden does talk about crime. He does. The guy that actually made crime exponentially worse in this country um, is now claiming that his number one priority is taking care of crime and protecting the American people. I'll get into that as we go. But let me go to the phone lines in the meantime. I'm going to be Alan in Lubbock, Texas. Alan, what's going on? Hi. Well, first of all, I'm glad that that same spirit that Bowie and Crockett and Travis had during these 13 days of glory under the siege of the Alamo, now that we're under the siege of the Obama-Biden administration, you've got the same fighting spirit that those guys had then. And it's just about as important, I think, today that you're not afraid to speak up. Thank but you. I was just going to say, when it comes to uh, Mitch, I call him Rich McConnell. Yes. The old song, Thank God and Greyhound, He's Gone. Yes. And um, I just wonder whether or not we'll ever know how a rhino rat, one of the head rhino rats in the swamp, how much of the money he got through ill-gotten things like foremost shipping, uh, how he ran his own little fiefdom, getting people... Uh, like uh, McCluskey back uh, in from Alaska when her own Republican Party had a different nominee. Yes. And he managed to build his own little fiefdom with McConnell's minions, which includes John Cornyn, uh, unfortunately our senator from Texas, as part of McConnell's minions. Alan, I hear you. I appreciate the kind words. Thank you off the top. And yeah, I forgot about Lisa Murkowski. I mean, that, that is a prime example of what Mitch McConnell did. He actually took out um, Kelly uh, Kelly Chewbacca, who was running. She was the America first person. She was going to be be the the absolute senator out of Alaska. Somehow Mitch McConnell gets in, in there. And through trickery and this ranked choice voting, ended up getting Murkowski back in, who really didn't even win. The, the whole thing was very, very strange, for sure. Let me, let me talk more about cognitive tests with our friend Dr. Mark, who's in New Braunfels. Dr. Mark, what's going on? Hey, Joe, uh, Carrie, I thought I would just robustly call in. <laughs> it's a uh, robust call so far. Yeah, well, so a cognitive test, I- I'm a physician, I do a lot of psychiatry. Yes. A cognitive test tests the limits of what you're able to do. We know basically for different age groups how many 
numbers you should be add you'd be able to add up serially in a row or subtract serially in a row. Okay. If I give you three items to remember and then we discuss other things for ten or fifteen minutes, can you bring those three items back up? Right. You know how many how many ways can you spell something forward or backward? I was using the analogy with your screener. It's like, can I keep my car going straight down a city road? That's active working memory. Yeah, with a lot of assistance and you know, uh, you know, people helping me, perhaps dressed as a large bunny rabbit, yes. I can keep my car going straight with my active working memory. Now, that's not the same as a driving test for you make me do stuff I don't want to do, like you know, parallel park or something. Right. So he, they're 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 using English, but it's not correct English. Well, let me ask you this. Is somebody going to, to work every day and having the position of president? Because, again, I don't think he does anything really cognitively stressing because he's got a, people surrounding him doing all the work, including the bunny rabbit. Um, is just going to work a cognitive test? No. She was implying that he gets hit from so many directions and he's multitasking so hard. We're testing his memory. No, he's not. He's signing things that are put in front of him. Yes. And they they corral him and, and, and shepherd him to show him which way to enter the stage or come off the stage. I'm sorry, I don't want I don't want to be unkind. I'm just saying he barely gets by on a daily basis and we get to watch that. That's something called active working memory. Yeah. You know, can you keep a couple of balls in the air? That is not the same as testing the limits of your brain. And, and, and just watching it as somebody who's much more of an expert than I am. And by the way, I don't think you're being unkind. This guy wants us to believe he's the president of the United States. It's not, it's not unkind to notice how he flops around like a, like a, a flounder. It's very strange when he's done speaking, reading off the big cue cards or off the big teleprompter. Doc, he never seems to know, go left or go right. He literally says, what do I do? He doesn't remember just in that very, very short-term span between saying a few minutes of words and remembering what they told him to do afterwards that he he has to ask for direction every time. Would that be indicative of what we're talking about? Right, because the thing that begins to fail, the long-term memories that you have, Joe, yeah. of, of things that you did as a childhood, those are planted. Okay. It's going to take a lot to get rid of those. The stuff I started this conversation with, that that you had to put it put that up on the screen like the RAM of a computer right. and hold it up there while you did other things and it's that ability that fails so he loses the short term memory you know that's the joke please don't move the furniture right I know what I know what it was like twenty years ago but if you move the chair I'm going to stumble okay so that's what he's losing he's losing the ability to hold data short term. God knows what they're pumping him full of to get through these press conferences like Adderall or something. I don't know. Again, I'm being unkind, but I suspect. Well, I mean, I think suspecting is 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 actually worthy and valid because we're looking at a guy who day to day looks and acts differently. Let me ask you this, because you're a physician. Um, if If somebody were pumping him full of Adderall or something like that, is there a day or two in between where you can't do it? Because it seems as though when he's particularly lucid for a night or for a short speech. The next few days, he's just gone. He's like out of it. And then when he needs it again, he's sort of on point again. Is there some right. sort of a dosage where you've got to take some downtime? Well, it's it's just that, you know, can you perform? If I gave you a shot of adrenaline and you ran further and faster and longer than you normally could run, yeah. how are you going to be after that adrenaline wears off? So, you know, if I drink a cup of coffee and I, I clean the house really, really hard for two or three hours, but that coffee's gone, I'm going to be more drained than I would have been because I expended extra energy. I get it. So, they, um, yeah, you got people that take Adderall every day, but I wonder if they if they really 
you know, do stuff to prep him so that he can look good for a couple of hours. But then he is wasted because that, that took a lot more than he had to give. Well, one last question, and Doc, I appreciate you calling. Now, you called in before, right? I feel as though you've called in before. We, we've talked quite a few times. Good. So. I, I thought so. This is the same Dr. Mark from New Braunfels. Good. Uh, and by the way, yeah. at the beginning of the call, you said that you're a physician and you actually do a lot of uh, psychiatry. I do have that short-term well, RAM is still I'm working for me. Well, no, no, what I'm, what I'm saying person. is, you, you said, do I remember what was in the beginning part of the call? That's sort of the active RAM that we use. My answer was yes. I know exactly what you said when you first called in. So cognitively, just going to work today, Doc, I proved who I am. But one last question for you. When it comes to Biden, these false stories that he keeps remembering, he's remembering things that didn't happen. They literally didn't, didn't happen. And I buy the idea that you remember where the furniture was 20 years ago or that you can remember memories from 50 years ago much better than the active RAM. It was a good comparison that you made that we need every day in our daily lives getting activities done and you know juggling all these things in the air. What are these false memories? Where does that come from? How does that fit in here? I wish I could completely explain this. I think he's so used to telling tall tales and exaggerating tall tales, summarizing things to people that that can't call him. After a while, you know, it's what they say about being honest, is that if you're honest and you always tell the truth, it's the same. Yes. If you lie, you have to remember what lie you told to what group. And I don't, I just think he's used to exaggerating, you know, from that early, early clip where he claimed to be number one in his class or something like that. He wasn't number one in his class, but he was throwing that out at a moment to create confusion and lord it over somebody that's that's the mark to me of a deeply insecure person and i just think he's told these stories so often to so many people he's lost track of which ones were real it's a great it's a great explanation we can go back to 1988 when he ran for president you're right he said he graduated in the top of his class had three different degrees or three different scholarships or something which none of which was true he was actually the bottom of his class he had one one degree or maybe one scholarship he was also plagiarizing wholesale speeches from john f kennedy and from a lord over in uh, in great britain and, and i think you're right back then he knew he was lying he was doing it on purpose to gain something and oh, like he lied about being with mandela and getting arrested he lied about marching in the civil rights march he didn't do any of this stuff he lied about growing up in the black church and now when he says it it's like the old guy really believes it that that's the weird part it's almost like the lies they seeped over to the truth you know category in his mind is that possible i would say if you've told tall tales so often in the past and your memory is fading you may not recall which are the tall tales and exaggerations versus what was that filter that was real Great phone call. He might not remember, or he's just used to getting away with it. Absolutely great phone call. Doc, do me a favor. I'm going to put you on hold because I want Sam to, to and I'm, I'm not going to publicize your first and last name in your practice and all that because it doesn't sound like you wanted that or else you would have already said it. But I just want to verify because I'm going to post this call tonight. I think it was just that good. Um, I would I would like to make sure that Sam goes and checks out who you are so that when I post it tonight, I can say this is a real pediatrician, a real doctor, a real PhD who deals with psychology, or not PhD, MD, who deals with psychology. And, um, and it, so what you say has gravitas when I posted. I don't want somebody to say, well, you don't know he was a doctor. So, Sam, do me a favor. Jump on with the doc. Just make sure that we check his background and make sure that we're good there. And I want to post that phone call tonight. It was just that good. Uh, Gary, that was excellent stuff. They're really learning a lot from the doctor. Yep, it was awesome.
I knew that Dr. Mark called in a lot, um, uh, but I wanted to make sure it was the same Dr. Mark. I'm guessing mm-hmm. there might be one more than one Dr. Mark in uh, New Braunfels. And again, you know, I haven't had a cognitive test, so maybe I got confused. Uh, you know what I mean? That could be very well. Yeah, that could be the case. The last cognitive test I had, what they said afterwards was, wow, really excellent, but <laughs> do you work with an annoying lady? And I said, well. <laughs> no, they did not say that. No. They did not. You can't prove that. You can't prove that what I just said isn't well, true. I'm pretty sure they didn't See, being say pretty that. sure is not journalistic, okay? That's why I've won the oh awards. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Well, like I said, Dr. I Mark, take appreciate you. many cognitive tests. I take them every day. You do. That's true. And you fail just about every day, I'll be honest I was going to say, after how many years working with you, yeah. <laughs> you save your past or fail. possible. You say which way it went. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Go to preparewithjoe.com right now. Preparewithjoe.com. Save $60 on a ready hour, four-week emergency uh, this is what it's called. Ready Hour Four-Week Emergency Food Kit from My, my Patriot Supply. Become self-reliant with a foundation of emergency food. You can trust My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply has helped millions of Americans and their families prepare for emergencies. Their preparedness experts and food scientists dedicate countless hours to curating food kits you can count on in a crisis. Just what you need in an emergency. Talking about over 2,000 calories every day. Plus, these meals are quick and easy to, re- uh, easy to prepare. Add water, add heat, stir, then eat. Delicious. They're wonderful 16 delicious food and drink varieties. Get these right now. They're designed for disaster as well. Sealed in in rugged four-layer packaging, these meals last up to 25 years in storage. They're going to be there when you need them the very most. So go to that website that I mentioned. Don't forget this. It's preparewithjoe.com. I know a lot of you are in your car right now. Preparewithjoe.com. Save $60 right now. Your four-week emergency food kit ships fast and free. It'll arrive in discreet, unmarked boxes to protect your privacy from snooping neighbors as well. Preparewithjoe.com. Make it happen. We're back after this. You're listening to Joe Pags. We have done our due diligence, or as AJ would say, due diligence. We have checked out Dr. Mark in New Braunfels. He is real. He is legit. He is it. As Sam said, we will post that uh, that phone call later because I just love what he calls in and he, and he gives some input, and man, that made a lot of sense. We'll post that later. I think a lot of people need to see that. There, uh, there's some confusion about cognitive tests. Much more to come. Keep it here on the Joe Pag Show. This is the Joe Pag Show.